Alright y'all We back And I'm not even supposed to be On this episode today Um, I'm glad that you guys are here with me Um, Y'all can start by introducing yourself They might already know you But you can give them your second Introduction Hey this is Siani I'm glad to be back You can follow me on Instagram At sbm dot underscore 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 And this is my lovely friend John, you can follow me at John Siaga, J-O-H-N-C-I-A-G-A. That's serious. You know, because, like, I've been going out lately, and everybody's been, like, introducing themselves. Like, oh, this is such and such. You can follow me at such and such. I'm the one dude. Like, what was the spelling name? What was that? <laughs> so, you know, this is recorded. Y'all can play it back. But I think tonight we're going to have a real special episode for y'all. We're going to be talking about, like, some taboo things that shouldn't be taboo shit that should be regular but because everybody's like mad fake and act like shit don't go on or like certain people can't be accepted to life which they should be able to everybody should be able to be you know whoever they is and you know be comfortable without um society putting their own judgments on them so it's gonna be special tonight um this is not a subject that's dear to me i want to use another word that, that that's dear but I'm just going to use that word dear because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that's really like going through stuff, just struggling with being who they are because of what they are. And I think that everybody, ultimately, we're all people, like regardless of what your sex is, your race, anything like that. Like at the end of the day, we all got something in common. And that's, you know, being a human and mankind, we shouldn't exclude nobody from society, no matter you know what type of lifestyle they have or what they like to do. So with no further ado. I'm going to shut the fuck up. I'm going to let y'all have a show. And I'm just going to be over here listening. Okay. Um, we're just going to start off with some simple questions. Um, I'm pretty sure we could stir up a very good conversation out of these questions. Um, John, so ever since I knew you, you knew you were gay. Yes. But like, when was the first time you literally sat down and figured out, okay, well, you know... I'm not straight, or I know I'm gay. I don't know. I feel like I came out the womb gay, like in daycare. I used to, it would just be me and this boy. We were the same age. We both liked each other, mind you. I, would, I had to be at least like what? How old would you be in daycare? Four. Daycare. Shit, my my kids was going to daycare when he was like three months. Yeah, I was young. I've been knew I was gay. I never tried to hide it. I never hid it in my parents either. Just something I knew I was. So you like accepted yourself, you didn't care. Or did you even, because you were so young, did you even think that it was uh, taboo or you was just... Well, I was I was a pretty rebellious kid when I was a kid. So I was already not giving a fuck what anyone thought anyway. So why would I care who thought, who was mad I was gay? So as being gay, like, do you think it's like... I don't. I hate to use these words because for me, I don't care. I mean, like what you are, you know what I mean. But I'm just gonna just kind of be speak freely. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so has being gay like maybe blocked anything from you, or have you experienced like being uncomfortable as people like people like turned you down? Have you been like a reject or? Um, in today's society, or when I was a child. Just in general. Um, in general, I feel like being gay kind of helped me with a lot of things that I wanted to do I mean such as like 
me, I like doing not girly stuff, but like every job I had was a bunch of girls. Girls love gay boys. I love doing things with girls. Even though I'm not straight, I love girls. <laughs> Everybody loves girls. <laughs> yeah, me and John had some bomb ass times together getting ready to go out, you know. I mean, John's better at makeup than I am. So every time I need to go out, I know exactly who to call. Yeah, I mean, some people, the only people that I really have had hard times with is maybe like older people. Because some older people can't get through their head that everyone's human. And this is life. Like, it doesn't matter. Young people, I mean, I mean, like, I never had problems with young people. Only in middle school. Middle school was my worst time ever being gay. Like, it was just... Mind you, everyone hated me for being gay, but everyone loved me at the same time. And then, as I grow up, everyone from my middle school is now gay. Oh, wow. So, it's like... But the thing is, um, with a lot of older people, even though that they don't accept the idea... um, for me at least, and for a lot of older people, I know that they can secondhand this, but not might not want to say it up front, but being gay exists in the elderly world. I was actually doing a community service project um, at the senior citizen's home somewhere in the Northeast, and I actually seen a sign on the billboard for um, LGBTQ for those who are over the age of 60 and it kind of just shocked me because that was the first time I've ever seen anything like that but it just shows you that um, older people just stigmatize it it still exists Um, a lot of older people just aren't as verbal as it Mm -hmm. as a lot of younger people are but I feel like this day and age a lot of people are able to live a more comfortable a more free lifestyle a more genuine lifestyle yeah i never understood or at least as i got older like becoming an adult and becoming like a man and just looking at like like once like people i would hang around and say something that's like homophobic like oh that dude a fag or you gotta watch him because you know he a little funnier he got sugar in his tank or whatever you know stupid little shit they would say i didn't understand like why does it matter so much who this person sleeps with versus what type of person this person is or what type of character they show like you can't like why are you concerned with why like who somebody sleep with like that's irrelevant you know like exactly it is and i'm gonna tell you why it's such a big thing in their world it's because they think being gay is a disease and when you think being gay is a disease that's mostly because you probably think you have feelings for a man when you think just because being around a gay person you're going to probably become gay right because you think you're probably going to be attracted to that gay person so either or i feel like being down low and like just saying you hate gay people in general like that's you should just already know that your friend is gay or i wouldn't try to what what do you call i'm kind of lost for words what do you call it um and help me out. Like what? Like, yeah. Like, I don't know what I was just saying. <laughs> I'm gonna restart. I'm no, sorry. No, no, this is unedited. We, we, yeah. we can't restart. Um, so I don't, like, just really take your time and really, 
express how you feel. Because I'm sorry, you guys. This is my first time doing a podcast, so I really take your time. <laughs> yeah, take your time. Yeah. I think most of my listeners, if not all of them, at this point, um, are interested in the the real lives of other people because mm-hmm. I feel like they might somebody listening might be going through something and they not they might not have the capability or the capacity to express how they feel or be who they want to be. That's why I brought you on this platform because I think it's important that one people be able to heal from for like the damage that they've been through and really be able to be who they really are because and all of us and even me, you know, like I have a person that lives inside of me that I want to be outwardly to the world, but I'm not that person yet. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm still like holding I'm gonna say I'm still like holding it back. I'm not like a hundred percent authentic because even me, I still live with uh, the fear or the judgments of other people. You know, like I'm, I look at my own life through my own eyes, but at the same time, I also look at my life through other people's eyes. Mm-hmm. So, like for you, you know, being gay, I think it's important that you take your time here, express how you feel because this. Rather you know it or not, this is going to help somebody else out that may be like maybe trapped in the closet, uh, quote unquote, so to speak, okay. and that'll give them comfortability to be like, you know what, if John could be out here and he could be gay and he could be happy, I could be gay. I'm I'm gay inside, so I, I need to figure out how I could be gay outside because I'm tired of walking around acting like I'm straight. I'm tired of being uh, held back by uh, the bonds of society. Like I can't be who I am. So. You know, whatever it is, you know, just take your time and, you know, give us the best explanation, the best expressions that you can give because this podcast is about healing. Um, so so many of us, including myself, we need healing. We need to hear from other people. I feel like once people start being authentic, other people can start being authentic. Like, you could be the one to really encourage somebody. Well, just give me give me things you want me to answer. Like, give me topics. Yeah, Tyson, um, you did point out... Uh, pretty bold statement that I did want to ask John um so how did you go about coming out or um being free with your gayness that's what we're gonna call it um Mm -hmm. like did you have to filter yourself when you were in school around your parents around certain people no I've never filtered myself I feel like being gay you have to have a lot of confidence and once I knew that I was gay and that I like boys I just said it. I told my dad, he said he still loved me. A lot of people don't, a lot of gay men well, or gay boys don't have those type of parents that will still love them after you tell them, after they tell their parents that they're gay. So that's why a lot of men don't come out because a lot of men can either be kicked out of the house, beaten, some have even been killed. That's a lot of reasons why we have a lot of DL men, a lot of men who try to act like they're not gay, try to act not, I don't want to say act straight because you, it's, there's no such thing as acting straight, but acting more masculine than usual because they're scared of the outcome of what society will do once they say they're gay. I don't even think, now I don't know, I could be wrong, but I don't even think because we had I had this conversation before about gay people and masculinity right like two gay men mm-hmm. I'm like in a way what's more masculine than another man and another man being together like the other dude gotta be pretty gangster you know like mm-hmm. that's mostly what femme gays look for we look for masculine gays because why would a woman want to be with a girly woman so to say if you really 
Like, I mean, women can be together, but that other woman either has to be a stud or they have to give off some type of masculine energy that attracts the feminine energy, if you get what I'm saying. So what is it like, what is it like dating for you, I guess? Dating? Um, being gay, you, we do date, but a lot of gay men decide to just have sex. That, I, I don't know why, but it's really hard to be gay and date because you don't know who's gay and then whoever is gay, they may be too feminine. So, like, there's a lot of feminine gay men in this world. There's, I don't, do you guys know what tops and bottoms are? Uh, yeah, I, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, yeah. so there's, like, a hundred bottoms and five tops. How do you find, how does a hundred gay men that's are, that are feminine find a masculine man when there's only five masculine men in the room. If you get what I'm saying. There's not a lot of masculine gay men. And if there are, they're down low. And that's usually what we go for, which is not safe because that is how AIDS and STDs are what? Mate, like Spread? Yeah, spread. Because like the DL men, they're having sex. They have baby mothers. They have wives. They have girlfriends. And they go and then they have sex with a gay man also while having sex with a female overall and now everyone's in this loop yeah so uh what is it like like i guess capturing uh like for me like when i was single like if i seen like a girl that i wanted mm-hmm. a lot of times not all the times but sometimes where i definitely like froze up and just kind of let her go too but a lot of times i'll be like oh i'm about to go over there and see what's good so like with you being a being a man yeah, that's hard. that's uh gay like so if you see a dude that you like is do you like kind of sort of like does your manhood in a way like still does it take over where you could be like oh, I'm about to go push up um in a gay club not out in public if you're somewhere where gay people are at that's when gay people are more free but when you're like out say if I'm in the mall and I see a guy looking at me he can look at me but if he doesn't come over to me first. I can't do anything because he looks straight to me. So now, if I go over to him, it's a whole fight. And now it's like, I'm not gay, bro. I'm not this. I'm not that. So it's like, it's way harder for gay people to get fine relationships outside of, like, gay clubs and, like, other places where it's only gay people because of that one reason. So what's what's the hardest thing about being gay? Because, like, now I see, like, the LGBTQ community. Please don't kill me if I'm no, you're right. messing well, up I think y'all. it's a couple more letters added but if I don't know him it's fine if you don't know him either like um like what's the daily struggles because like they fighting for rights and you know I heard one white guy one gay white guy say something along the lines like uh, we're fighting for equal rights because we're a minority and I'm like mm, you're white you're a dude <laughs> so yeah white gays I I don't want to sound biased, but it's not really a hard life for them as much as it is a gay black man. Because if you're a white man, period, you're set for life. You're already black. So imagine adding gay to being black. You have two struggles instead of one. So, I mean, life in general, I mean, I feel like it's better now. It's better in 2020. Well, about to be 2020. Gays roaming freely is... I feel like it's amazing. I feel like we're accepted now. Now it's kind of more the transsexual 
the T and the LGBTQ that we're worried about now because now transsexuals are being killed, they're being kidnapped, raped, everything. So right now for me, it, I'm happy being gay. I feel like everyone loves me, even guys, like hood men, like I'm friends with actual men who don't judge me or think I'm going to try something when I'm around them. So I feel like my life's really good right now, but back then when I was a kid, it was the worst experience I could have ever had. If someone could have told me, if anyone could have told me that I should have never came out, I don't think I would have came out at that time. Yeah, and I think before we was talking, uh, and I'm not sure if we even mentioned this on a podcast or not, but before we was talking about, um, like, I guess, like, coming out, I guess, Mm -hmm. so... Like, what was the transition? Like, I guess, so did you, you have a, do you have a boyfriend right now or? It's complicated. Um, so like, I, I just wanted to, um, like, you know, I don't know, I think like maybe. How did I come out in school? Are you trying to say or? Well, all right. So this is what I was saying. So you were saying like you came out gay, right? Yeah. And I, that's what I always believed too, because I grew up in the hood, or whatever. And you know, I knew a couple dudes that was gay, and to to us, like growing up with them, they was always gay. Like they never wanted to play football. Like they played with their with dolls, and they tried to wear like their mom high heels and stuff. So I've always, not always, but like once I got old enough to think on my own, understand, like you know, kind of sort of like just my own opinion. I think people come out like that that's why i don't think it's, i think you know like you, i almost think you have no choice in the matter yeah, you know no. what i mean because like even with uh certain girls that i've been with in my life it's all about um chemistry and um what what they call it you the you the nurse here so what is it what's that uh fi- not is it physiology like when two people physical fit? attraction it's oh. it's physical attraction but it's also like um bio like have you ever like seen a dude or been in a, at, at a party or just been not even at a party maybe you just hanging out with a dude and you feel like he make you feel some type of way you don't even know him but like inside you might be like your body just might be going crazy like girl i, I like him like you know what i mean because i know like for me certain girls a lot of times they don't even, i mean they be attractive sometimes but sometimes they don't even be attractive they just make me like feel a certain type of way you know what i mean yeah so that's something i don't get with straight people what you mean like gay people i i I don't feel like this is true gay people we instead of us going off emotions we go off looks so if you don't look a certain way or if your body is in a certain way you're going to be with the people that are with your body type or with how you look you can't get which I could kind of see because now that I understand, sometimes when I be like, if I see two like, I don't know, ugly lesbians, I'm sorry, I love gay people, but I'm just saying everyone's ugly. Straight people are ugly. Yes, right. Um, but like now I can understand like, oh okay, they belong together. Like a lot of times, if I see a guy and a girl, you know, a lot of times. Well, they both could be ugly, but some it's usually Summer. mixed match. It's usually, you yeah. know, a cute guy, an ugly girl, or an ugly guy. And a, uh, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because I see that a lot of times, like, 
I'll see like a, a super super bad girl. Yeah. She'll be like ugliest dude in the whole room. Like, yeah. Or the other way yeah. with the ugliest girl, you know. And then we have, you know, the people in the middle who both are cute and both are ugly. Yeah. But I just feel like you guys have a wider pool. Yeah. And I could say that I could say yes, I agree with that statement for now. Um but I do think that it is rapidly evolving since that a lot of people are coming out at a younger and younger age. Um, there will be a larger dating demographics for the LGBTQ community, um, which is very fortunate for them. And I'm actually happy. I mean, I feel like everybody deserves to be loved in some sort of way. Um, but there was one thing that I kind of wanted you to further explain because a couple nights ago, um, when we were talking about my situating situation in dating and um, you asked why weren't we boyfriend and girlfriend yet mm. because it doesn't work that way right. in the community. How does it exactly work? Yeah, when two gay people love each other or fill a spark, we immediately say we go out. I mean, it's all over social media. Everyone knows we go out. All of our friends know we go out. Every time we go out, we're hugged up either arm in arm like it really doesn't take it take it doesn't take a lot for gay people to get together with each other I guess like be together but for sure I that's where I was confused because I'm like he traveled what can I say yeah <laughs> all the way from New York to come and see you like first of all the first time when you guys met gay being gay I would have thought you guys already went out that's just me but all right, hold on real quick. I'm sorry to cut you off. Just so my listeners, because they might be confused at this point. Um, so we're talking about a young man that... I'm dating, yes. yes, that I'm dating. Um, we've only been on a couple dates. Um, we do like each other. We're s- still filling each other out. Um, but we don't want to put a title on anything yet. Um, just think it's too fast. I mean, it is there. The connection is there. We're looking forward for that day. But... Um, think it would just be smarter to wait yeah that's something i don't get like if we're both looking forward to it we might as well just pop the question well i could say like me being the og in the room um you i think when you dating somebody right and you getting these feelings for them and like you know y'all got that that spark and everything that person do you just be like Oh my God! Like look, look at the way he walks. Like he just, mm, he just walk good. He just walks so nice. I've never seen him walk like that before. Just look at him. The way his sweatpants lay on his Timberlands, just, <laughs> just perfect. And I feel like after that, you know, in relationships, we all start, and we all start to have expectations for each other. And I think this is why a lot of relationships are failing or have failed is because like. Now, once you my girl, you, I have expectations because you have that title. Like, I expect you to call me. I expect you to do this. I expect you to do that. And, you know, you got your own life that you live in. So you might not exactly. even be thinking about what my expectations are. You just might be thinking about you. And you might just be being selfish. And that's cool, you know? Yeah, and I'm completely fine with that. I want to be selfish. I mean, he has every right to be selfish. But, you know... 
I dated guys and I thought I was in love the first day and then by the second week and I'm just like you're a completely different person I don't even want to be with you anymore yeah, so being gay the second week we've already moved in bought a dog family everything like being gay and dating is really fast and that's kind of why relationships fail a lot because of that they just decide to move in so fast you start to really see how a person actually is so if anything I feel like being gay I feel like I wish dating would slow down how Siani's life is more than just going out super fast but I don't know some people actually stay together longer you never know yeah, actually, I did take a um, a family and marriage class my first year of college, and um, statistically, gay marriages last longer, um, usually because they have that bond where they kind of have to see this thing as where they have to defend each other yes. out in the world, and I feel like for straight people, that's just a bit different because, you know, it's if I don't like you, you know, I can... Just find me another straight guy. You know, I feel like it's yeah. that easy for us women and men to just move on to the next person. Whereas, um, being gay, you have to start all over again. Yeah, it's like very limited. Gay. And usually, when you find that bond, it tends to be a tad bit stronger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's like you're going out to fight wolves. Like, you have to, the, having to defend someone strongens your love. I feel like, because if you're straight, it's like, what, there's nothing to defend your street yeah and I don't that's not exclusive um, to gay people by the way as far as like dating fast um, oh yeah no yeah I think a lot of a lot of people I think do we've that. all been there done that yeah but it's frequent in our lives y'all it's like okay I'll try like I'll date people fast but then it's like okay this time I'm gonna slow down I mean we can slow down too but why slow down when you have a bunch of men trying to talk to you yeah, I, I still don't think it's really any different, though, because I could just remember not only, like, see, me, I wasn't always the type to be like, oh, that's my girl, but I've been, like, with girls that I've been feeling like, damn, I'm feeling her, and then, like, she might turn me off, you know, like, next week she might, you know, she might fart or something, or she might just do <laughs> anything that's, that I didn't expect her to do, and then I'd just be turned off. Not that she was ever my girl, because I, I've never been the type to, like, label people my girl that fast but i see people not only in like just boyfriend girlfriend relationships i even see people that get married and you know once they might not even have a divorce or they just got a divorce and then they already about to marry somebody else mm -hmm. i feel like that's one of the problems too like we never slow down to like take the time to like get to know somebody it's yeah, just like bad. oh i like you you cute you got a you got a fat ass and you know you kind of smart you got your own car like bitch you my girl i mean i feel like everybody just gotta really take their time and like talk and communicate and you know fill each other out and get to really know each other like let's just say let's just use just for uh simplicity let's let's just use me and you siani let's say like i'm like oh let's i'm 30 i'll be 33 i keep forgetting i'm, I'm kind of old uh, but let's just say like me let's say me and you just met and we both single right and like we trying to connect on something i'll be 33 how old are you i'm 22 you 22 so you did 22 years of life without me. You've been through all different types of experience, all different types of things, and so have I. There's no way that we can get together for a month, a week, or whatever, and know each other because I still have 32 years of my life that you don't know anything about. 
regardless of how I've tried to tell you about it. First of all, I can't even tell you about 33 years of my life in two months, at three months. Uh, and I think, you know, we need to do a better job at slowing down, really getting to know people. And also telling people, like, what we want. You know what I mean? Because, like, we all want something out of a relationship. You know, it's like we get in a relationship and the other person has no idea what we want or how to satisfy us in any type of way, intellectually, physically, in no type of way. And then we start to have all these problems. And then you start to look at this person like, damn, well, who, who are you? Yeah. It's like, bitch, you ain't give me enough time to get to know me. Like, you just thought I was perfect after this one week. We do that while we're in the relationship. We do what you're exactly talking about. And then if we decide we don't like them anymore, we break up. But no one, not everyone knows, like, how you said you don't tell everyone that that's your girl. Like, us, no one's going to ask you being gay. Is that your boyfriend? Because they don't even know if the person next to you is even gay. Right. And then it starts this whole other weird conversation. So no one ever asks that. Yeah, I'm not, uh, like, I don't really ask people to be my girl. Like, you know if you're my girl. You know, like, my actions going to show you my girl but like if i if you can't get me all the time or like i don't know maybe because i just haven't had it yet but well i've had it once a guy asked me but that's because i asked him you know where are we but oh, was that after sex that was after dating for like six or seven months you know we no, were exclusive I, I asked a, a specific yes question. after sex See, but that's where things get fucked up with with us Men, men and women, right? Mm-hmm. I've always felt uncomfortable, like after sex, if a girl asks me, like, "What are we after sex?" Because I'm like, I gotta think about it right now. Like, we friends. Like, we just had a good time. Why you want to ruin our good time? with ask me what's our relationship status while I'm naked. I just want to know before you know. I I'm out here fucking somebody else, and then oh well, I didn't know that I was your girlfriend. You know, you didn't yeah. you didn't clarify to me that we were exclusive. Yeah. Well, can we talk? We need. I think the. Um, it need to be like an appropriate setting. I think for all girls that's listening to this, okay? And I don't speak for all men, but I would like to say that I'm speaking for all men on this particular thing, which I know that I'm not. You should pop the question. Just like you should pop the marriage question, you should pop the title question. Fuck no, you shouldn't ask Yes, you after should. Se- after sex is such a bad time. Not right after sex. Well, I've had it happen, like, literally. Like, no, right not after. right after sex. No, I'm not talking about that. Five minutes? I'm talk- no, not five minutes, Another you know. Another day, right? Not no, that same day. No, not that same day, but maybe days, maybe weeks later, I'll give it some time, you know. Maybe we might have sex or go out on a date a couple times, you know. Then I'm going to ask, you know, before I... Because this other guy is interested into me, and he wants me to be his girlfriend. But you're fully so before, me to say yeah already, though. Or you you're, don't you're have expecting to. me to say, like, I'm your, no, I'm your boyfriend. No, honestly, I don't expect anything from you. I expect you to just be honest. So and how if, you going to feel, like, how you going to feel after you just had sex, you got just got finished busting it wide open, and then you're like, what are we now? I mean, if, I, I don't expect anything, like I said. I want you to be honest with me, because if you say no... I'm going to just have to take it with a grain of salt. I'm not going to, you know... Can we still have sex after you say after I say you're not my girl? Or are you turned off from sex now, too? No, because we had sex and we didn't have a title. Fuck no. <laughs> so, I mean, we might still be able to have sex, but, you know, when, when Mr. Wright comes along and you just still want to have sex you're and he want to, you know, take me out on a date and he want to fly me across the country or whatever, you know, you can't, you can't get mad. We're just having sex because you let it be that way. I'm exactly. just... 
that's just how it is you can't be upset i can't hurt your feelings you know uh, you ain't hurt mine so it's just we were a phase we were a situation and we'll just let that be all right so what about this right let's say this other dude that that's flying you across the country you you having sex with him too right this is hypothetical mm-hmm. having sex with him too and you like him outside of sex right mm-hmm. but then y'all have sex and sex ain't good but then mr not do right as you like to call him still he got that he got that wesley pipe like he got what you need like he breaking you off the way you want to get broken off then what you do to be honest for me i don't go back i go forward so you know if you ain't do your part but you got a good dick you know i need you to do your part and you to have good dick so you know have you ever had one without the other plenty of times yes how does like how does that work though because i always feel like I mean, you can compromise, but you can only compromise for so long. If you're not giving me what I need without me asking to, I feel like you, as being in a relationship, you kind of owe me that respect. How am I supposed to give you what you want if you ain't ever tell me? Well, you know, I feel, and this is what I do now. I set expectations in the beginning before we have sex. As we're talking, as we're getting to know each other, um, I like to ask questions about boundaries and what do you like, what makes you smile, what makes you upset. So, you know, I know at least that I don't have to walk around eggshells or walk on eggshells when I'm dealing with you. But um, I feel like for the most part, you treat me how you want to be treated. What do you want? I feel like as humans, we all want the same basic respect. And if you can't give that to me, then it simply shows that you don't care. So how would you feel if a dude is dating you and you guys are have like good chemistry, good connection, sex good, all that type of stuff. And he dating like, so if you like, oh, you know, what are we and he like well we friends but also i'm dating molly and i like molly and molly good peoples too i like you you good peoples too i think that you know me and you got a good connection me and her got a good connection how do you feel about that like are you still can you still date me like can we still can i be open enough with you to be like i got this other girl that i date that i like and i still want to continue to date you as well how do you take that because i feel like with women from my personal experience, right, a woman will, they won't respect the fact that you tell them the truth, right? Or even if they respect it, they won't accept it, right? But if you lying and if you cheating, now they might not accept it, but they respect it because they'll still be with you. So, like, if a dude is keeping it open and honest with you, like, how do you handle that? I mean, like... Honestly, I feel like it depends on what part of dating that we're in. I mean, if we're just beginning to date, you know, that's fine. Just don't be having sex with Molly when you're having sex with me. Choose one or the other, and I'll respect it. Um, If you just want to take me out on dates, I'm completely fine with it. Because I feel like when you're dating, you shouldn't always have your options closed. This is true. Right. You know, um... And you don't even have to be having sex with somebody, but just a lot of times when girls get in 
to situationships, you know, they kind of just, you know, cut off all the men in their life. And, you know, then they isolate themselves to that one man. And they feel obligated and he might not be doing the same. So, you know, um, then you start to feel lonely then you start to feel clingy and all that other things. And to avoid all that, you know, you could still go out with Mike and... I might sound like a whore, but I don't give a fuck. You can fuck Bob and still be going out on dates with Mike as long as you ain't fucking him. Okay. Um, if Mike want to take you out for drinks I'm every gonna, Saturday night, I'm going to go out with Mike so we can have some drinks. And that's it. That's all. I'm going to go home. But what if you start to feel Mike, though? I mean. And then Mike catch you at, a, at one of those good points. He pull that wood out on you. Then I'm sorry, Bob. We I just. I Bob went to go. Bob, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not. Like I said, I, once I move forward, I ain't going back. Yeah, I feel like it's almost taboo for girls to, like, fuck two dudes at the same time. But the shit happen every day. I know plenty of girls who fuck the same dudes. Oh, yeah, it does happen. It does happen. I know girls who are more lethal than boys. They'll have sex with a man and won't text him back ever again. I know yeah. girls who will have sex with a man and a woman at the same time. Yeah, well, I'm into that type of stuff. <laughs> Not literally at the same time, simultaneously, but, you know, dating, yeah. you know, a man and a woman. Why can't she just date? Like, why can't she? Like, I got a situation. Like, why can't she just bring her boyfriend and her girlfriend together? Like, let's just have a synergy. I've always wanted to be in a thruple. A thruple? That's a curse. <laughs> like, What's a thruple? Let's talk about that. What's a thruple? Yeah. I want to be in a thruple. I, need, I feel like I need two people to love me because I need that much amount of love. And now, side note, I know for any gay listeners listening, I'm a different kind of gay person, so my perspective on dating might be pretty different from theirs because I know a lot of gay people don't date. They just have sex. Me, like, I feel like to have sex with me, you have to be my boyfriend, if that makes sense. Like, well, I'm not sure if that makes sense to me right now, because... I can't. Also, off the air, I think you said something about... And I correct me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> I've reserved the right to be wrong, okay? All the time. Um, but I think we, you were saying something about, like, DL guys, right? Mm-hmm. So, how are you dealing with... A DL guy and oh, me, him. I don't. I don't deal with DL guys. See, that's okay, why, that's okay. why I'm saying my perspective and other gay men's perspectives are way different from mine. Because that's kind of what some gay men only look for DL men, and that's because they want a masculine man. But at the end of the day, your heart gets broken because he's not going to tell anyone you're his boyfriend. He's not going to tell his parents. You're not going to know his parents. You're you're just basically having sex. You're just the side, John. He, yeah, and you're in a you're in an imaginary world. You're in his imaginary world, like where he can be free. But once he's outside, you're not in that world anymore. You're in the real world, basically. To him, you you're probably thinking this is my world. Like I have a good boyfriend, this and the third. But it's not your boyfriend. It's someone's baby father, someone's wife. I mean, someone's husband, someone's boyfriend. Well, I think you know when I see all these um, gay relationships. I think they work out good a lot of times, even with lesbians, because I could be wrong, but I think a lot of times in these people's lives, all they want to do is basically fuck anyway, 
And if we could be, if we could like be friends, and I could still fuck you and bust a nut, I feel like that's like a good. Yeah, me, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't let anyone have sex. I, I love too hard. Like, if you break my trust of love, I might just want to kill you. So, well, isn't to me, <laughs> and I think like my one of the things I guess like my wife probably don't like about me is that sex and love is synonymous is the word is that is that the word like monogamous go, no no like they go together mm-hmm. okay yeah. yeah like um some people don't think like that yeah like me i couldn't like now i couldn't just even if a girl wanted to like fuck me i could i have to have some type of feelings for you like that's how i am like people be like oh man that's- you're looking to make love yes that's what i'm trying to do other men sex and making love are two different things it's way different sex and making love. Like, I want to, when I have sex, like, I just, I want to feel you, like. And that's what I look for. That's why I don't date DL men. That's why I don't, I don't know. I don't jump into relationships quick, but I would love to, but I would have to really be feeling that person. Yeah, if there's any... Um, single gay listeners right now, can they hit you up? Like, where can they, where can they find you at? Because people are looking for love, John. Where can they find you at, John? Well, like I told you guys before, my at name is J O H N C I A G A. That's John Siaga. Hit John Siaga up man. on Instagram. John. Follow him. Everyone listening to this, Please better get a follow him. for John. Word is behind. John looking for love. Don't be coming with that. DL shit are you scared to be who yeah, you are don't hit me up talking about some you trying to don't first of all don't hit me up sending me your dick pic I don't want to see it I don't care to see it at this point is that a thing yeah, it's in the gay world yeah that's the first thing that's sent so you send a text yo what's up what you doing today and the next response is a dick pic like <laughs> uh, you're not going to the mall you're not going to the gym you bypassing all well, that that's, like, I'm that's, doing this dick today that's what the I don't know some guy some straight guys do that shit too and yeah. it pisses me off like I'll say you, you, you dick picked up your phone's like dick picked up oh no it's not dick picked up cause if you send me a dick pic just know where you're going you're going on the block list that's got see when we was when I was you know like dating and stuff our technology wasn't that great like i was working with um the sidekick lx you know i had the, you know the, the flip screen i had the best one you know what i mean um i was 10 we we I, I mean i don't think i have a dick pic out in the world i think my my, my dick pics are like kind of safe because the pictures were so ugly oh yeah back then <laughs> yeah there's no dick. well there are but not really relevant i mean now the dick pic can be sent anywhere it can be sent to a friend after you sent it to that person, it could be sent. It can be put on the internet. It can be put anywhere. It can be put a million places because there's a million platforms right. for it to be put. Oh, people don't care. They'll just throw it into close friends. You don't even oh, have yeah. to get a direct message. <laughs> You'll just get click on somebody's close friends on Instagram and whoa. Okay. Oh, they that's what they doing? They, like, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. So they let all their close friends see their dick. So if, like their mom's their close friend, like she gets to see. Oh that no, no, no 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 no! Moms, moms ain't in close friends. <laughs> Every bitch that that nigga think is cute on Instagram is in his close friends. Well, this close friends thing, I think the first person I seen it was you. I think because your thing say like like close friends or whatever, which is true, and um. 
But I don't use my close friends for like, you know, the freaky stuff. I use my close friends for my actual close friends so they can see my personal life and not have to show it to everybody. On Instagram. Yeah, that means nothing to me who are strangers. Um, Yeah. But I actually had a boy DM me saying, because I posted up a picture actually a video of me finishing all my assignments for the semester and I put him in my close friends recently because you know I thought we were cool and he said you know everything you're posting in your close friends isn't close friend worthy and he made me feel some type of way like so you saying that the stuff that I put up isn't worthy enough to be seen or are you How saying you get to judge that exactly okay he wanted to see ass and titties in my close friends and he wasn't getting it like so with the technology it was you and then my cousin Tansy and Asada they always do the close friends and when I see that I ain't gonna lie I feel a little special when I, now that I'm noticing like, oh so they got me in, in a special yeah. part of their life you know they, they want me to see this everybody ain't getting to see this you know exactly you know and that's what guys use it for and so I, I, I'm not, uh, I'm sorry honey but I'm gonna try this close friends out thing you know I'm gonna start doing my little um my little gym um, pics and my uh, my little tights my wife don't like me to put on the internet because she said I'd be showing too <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, that can be in the close friends. I mean, but then that's kind of what That's what you're going to have to take up with you and your wife, you know? Yeah. yeah, nah, like I had like a picture back in the day. I had like these little tights on. I had just got finished working out and I had just pulled down my pants, but I still had on like tights, you know? And I had took a picture and, uh, you know, I was looking real strong that day specifically. And she was like, oh, word, that's how you feel? You just, you just all on the internet with, uh, with your drawers on, your package hanging out? And I'm like, honey, I didn't really think it was that deep like that, you know? Um, but, yeah, I, I guess I'm going to try to use my, start using my close friends for, um, let my, put my special people in the group, you know? Everybody on the internet ain't got to see this. Close friends is where I only post stuff now, honestly. Yeah. It's like... I don't know. I think we got way off topic here. We wasn't even supposed to be talking about you. <laughs> supposed to be talking. This is a therapy session for John. Okay, back to John. Um, what else do I have for John? Let's see. What was I always <laughs> curious about? Um, I let y'all like take over my show. You know, this is like y'all's show. You know. I feel special. You know, I like to do this more often. Um, so, I mean, from a professional standpoint, how have, um, people looked at you different, like teachers, doctors, um, you know, like trying to get a job, a manager, how did they look at you different? Cause I feel like sometimes you might get the most discrimination from those people mm-hmm. based off of statistics. I say being as judgmental as I am by accident, sometimes I see gay people at, at jobs. Damn, gay people, gee, please don't kill me. I love all y'all. Okay. I'd be like, like, what was their interview like? Was their interview like any different from like a regular interview? Now, this is another perspective for me and other gay people. I, every job I've had, like I worked at, my first job was Chuck E. Cheese. Everybody that worked at Chuck E. Cheese was gay. My manager was gay. 
my supervisor was gay. Everybody there was just gay. It was probably one or two straight people, but I've never been to a job where I got discriminated for being gay. If anything, like I just got a job today for being myself gay. People just love, I don't know, love our energy, but I've never been discriminated. And if that was the case, I would have a fat check right now and I probably wouldn't be able to do this podcast. <laughs> so. Well, I'm going to say this. Like, you kind of, like, now you, like, kind of shed a new light because I hear a lot of gay people act like they got it so hard. But I think you're telling us the exact do. opposite. Like, you know, it's, like, kind of good I to live be gay. a different life. There are, two, there are two different gay people. There are gays that got kicked out of their homes and there are gays that families still love them i have a lot of gay friends where we can even be gay around our fathers and they will not give two fucks what is being gay around your father what is that um just like just being yourself i guess like imagine imagine you being in the next room twerking and your dad pop in oh yeah and you still twerking (laughs) like one i couldn't imagine me twerking but I mean, well, I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. No, no. I just imagined you twerking. That's why I'm laughing. Well, I tried to imagine it, and then it just went blank. Like it was like as it should. It just went blank. Like, but if if I got caught twerking, my dad probably would be a would, problem. Yeah, to be a problem. I mean, honestly, my dad had a problem with me having sex when I was, like, being heterosexual. He had a problem with that, too. And that was one of the things, like, when I was young, that after... Because my dad literally caught me, like, having sex, like, in the act. Like, mm-hmm. actually caught me taking somebody's virginity, like, in the middle of, like, of this... Please, my father throw me a party. Bloody scene. <laughs> and my dad, he was mad, you know? Like, he was kind of, he was, like, kind of mad. And I always thought... In my own small mind, I thought that if my dad caught me having sex, like, we was going to be high-fiving, and he was going to be like, yeah, that's my boy. He was just like, nigga, is you crazy? What the fuck? Was like, get this hoe out of my house. <laughs> and uh, it was crazy because he took the girl home and shit, and he went to go talk to her dad, and he was tell- telling her, like, don't be having your hoe-ass daughter around my son. Oh, and he was, like, agreeing with him. He was like, yeah, she's a little hoe. She's a little hot-ass. And I'm in the back, like, I'm on the phone, you know, because she called me when she got home. I hear my dad, like, screaming at her dad and shit. And she was just like, don't ever call me again. I was like, damn. Yeah, I would have said the same thing. Like, based <laughs> off how my dad treated yeah. your dad, like, you mad at me? Yeah. Like, your dad just told, yep, your dad basically just outed your, who you were having sex with that they were having sex. His, her dad probably didn't even know she was being a thought bomb. She wasn't even, she, first of all, if, if you hearing this, I ain't gonna say your name. She was not, in her defense, she was not being a thought box. She was losing her virginity. There's no way. How, you, how old were you? We was 14. Being a thought box. You can't <laughs> be a virgin and a thought. Like, there's you, no correlation. You can't, well, it's not a correlation, but I just feel like, I don't know. I didn't think of experience. That's why I say I'm totally different from a lot of gay boys because I'm no gay men who had sex when they were 10 years old like i waited for sex i waited to be age appropriate for sex what's age appropriate 16 17 (laughs) yeah i don't know like that's when you should start being like you're not even fully grown into all your parts yet 
you're just like starting to really get fully grown into everything around 16 and 17. Like your growth spurt is kind of starting to stop a little bit. But 14, I'm, I would kill my daughter. I would say me and my wife, we had this conversation before talking about like, you know, being young and, you know, experience and like, you know, being horny for the lack of a better word. Like watch porn. You have to, I think, and, and... At 14. Yeah, but, like, you know, when you were in school, like, in high school, you walking around, like, you know, like, for me, it was almost kind of like, well, I ain't even gonna say like that, because even in sixth grade, I can remember some girls dressing, like, you know, kind of provocative, like, I can remember being in eighth grade, like, seeing girls in thongs and shit, like, not, like, seeing them naked, but, like, if they, like, bend over to pick something up, you see, like, they had on a little thong or something like that, and that's, like, sexual exploitation, you know, that makes little boys, you know, feel away, you know, so it's, like, if you are able to feel like this, and your body produces this type of feeling, uh, one, it, it, I actually have mixed feelings about it, because I wish that I would have stayed a virgin until I got married. Okay, that's my stance as a grown man. But as a child, you ain't really thinking like that. Especially if, like, you've already been introduced to sex or you might have, like, seen people do stuff and you're hearing about your friends doing stuff. And, you know, it's like, how do you deal with that in school? You know, like, if if I'm having sex and we friends and I'm like, yeah, last night, you know, I was fucking shit out of Tina. you like, fucking the shit out of Tina? What's that? Oh, yeah, so you know you got a dick, right? You know what I'm saying? That shit get hard. There's a place for that. It goes somewhere, you know what I mean? That's why parents should have talks with their kids. Especially, not even just about I agree. Sex, but ha- how sex, you can be consuming someone's energy. Something is going inside of you. You're, consu- you're consuming all of that energy. Either it's bad energy or good energy. It could be good energy. It could be bad energy. But at the end of the day, say if you're... I don't want to say your daughter. Let's just say... Uh, a teenage lady a young lady she's having sex with a boy and she now she I think I told you this how I had sex with someone and I just didn't like I felt disgusting afterwards oh yeah and it wasn't even that they were bad looking or they were they did anything wrong it's just that I didn't I think we've all been there yeah yeah I've been there uh one time I had sex with this girl, um, you know, unprotected, unfortunately. And afterwards, like you said, I felt, like, dirty. I felt nasty. So I went in the bathroom. I just poured alcohol on my dick. Like, oh, <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah, like, I, I detox my whole body. Yeah, because, you know, you, like, you pick up stuff. Like, you could, like, feel certain things. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't meant, you know? Yeah, that's how I felt. It wasn't meant for me to have sex with that person. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, we had sex protected, but it just wasn't there, and I felt ashamed of myself for That's even exactly having sex with him, even though he was the sweetest guy in the world to me. That's exactly how mine's. It just, person. it just wasn't there, you know. And unfortunately, that was, you know, we talked a little bit for a few weeks didn't go see him and then yeah just faded off because he knew it was bad i knew it was bad and it was just just leave that right there after my experience i just blocked him i didn't speak to him actually i did speak to him but that was only because we were arguing because i wouldn't respond to him 
like he was upset that we had sex and I just gutted it after that. Like I didn't feel good. If I don't feel good, I'm not going to keep. What? What is it? Egging you on to like love me more? Like no, it's yeah. done. Yeah, stringing people along, that's a thing too. I would never string anyone along. I don't like that at all. That's another reason why I don't date fast, like why I don't call some of my boyfriend fast. Other gays may, but I won't. Because again, I would kill someone if they cheat on me. And I don't want to be in jail. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. Like, I kill, I would kill somebody if they disrespected me. Like I would that. kill you and that person. Yeah, I think so too. If they knew what they were doing, stringing someone along, really? Yeah. Well, not stringing me along, but like, like let's just say for example, like if my wife cheated on me, I think that it'd hurt me so much because like I'm open and I'm vulnerable to her, and I, if she violated my trust like that, which I know. Okay, she your was, wife is different, yeah. but yeah. Even if I was dating, like uh, I had one incident, like where we wasn't even dating, we was just kind of like having sex but we was having like good sex you know and like she asked me to come see her one time and I couldn't because I was doing something else but long story short I finished doing what I was doing like way earlier than expected and then when I like I ain't even calling her telling her that I was on my way I just did what I did and then I just went straight to go see her and there was another dude over there and I was kind of hurt after that I was like, not that I was crying, boo-hoo hurt, but I was hurt. I was like, damn, like, I thought, you know, like, this was my vagina. Like, I thought this was exclusive to me. Mm-mm. And when I found out it wasn't, I was just like, I was hurt, yo. I can't be in situations like that. Because that would be the moment you knew you fucked up. You and that person fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I was coming at him a little bit because I kind of, I was trying to, like, antagonize him. I plead the fifth. Nah, don't you, <laughs> this is not the podcast to plead the fifth. There are, there is, we do not plead the fifth on this podcast. So, what do you have to say? Well, um. Well, um, you know, I was vibing with this guy. Yes, we were having sex. Um, But besides that, I had a lot of other doubts about associating with him because, you know, I felt like we didn't have anything else more in common than just sex. So I felt like, you know, if I kind of cut him off, it wouldn't really hurt him like that. But unfortunately, it did. Was y'all having good sex? Oh yeah, the the sex was amazing, but you know we didn't have anything else to talk about. The personality wasn't there. It wasn't there, and I would have got caught up in way too much shit just messing around with him. So you know it was better to just you know let it fade. You know, stringing people on. I wouldn't say I really strung him on. I kind of just tried to let the relationship or the passion die out. But, you know, I guess he didn't see it that way. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I guess he was a little upset at the end. But um, I feel like we all get hurt in life. I would say everybody gets mad. Too. I got strung on before, and that it did hurt. But, you know, I feel like that's a part of life. I had this guy, literally, he gave me his number. We were texting. We were vibing for a couple weeks, you know. And then he kind of just popped the question, like, you know, 
I have a girlfriend. Are you okay with it? Like, are you okay with us, you know, still doing what we're doing? And I'm just like, are you serious? No. But it hurt me because, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I really like him. He gives me the butterflies. You know, he's cute. We didn't do anything. Um, I just felt that spark and was hoping that it probably would be something more eventually. Why you ain't asking if you can meet his girlfriend? Because I didn't want to meet his girlfriend. I don't. I don't. I'm very 